Hello, stars. This is your host, G, bringing you another Star 47 podcast. Today's topic is a heavy topic. It's about the number 47 and the explanation of the star influence as well. Uh, This is not something that can be talked about in one episode so look for more information on this same subject in the future just to kind of go in more depth and clear things up because I want to keep these relatively short to about 30 minutes that way you really get more bang for your book that way so I'm gonna get right into it um 47 if you read the blog article on my on the home site, star47brand.com, you'll see that I have a post uh, about capital C's and the master number 47. Now, if you were diligent in your research and you actually looked up capital C's and read his biography, um, then you would see... You know, his influence was in the music industry and hip hop, you know, rap culture in New York. So how does this connect to me in St. Louis, Missouri? Well, I grew up listening to his music, the group's music. And I was, you know, like most young boys influenced by hip hop. You know, who isn't? So... You know, I would write my own rhymes or whatever, my bars. And it was because of his, like, freestyling and, you know, his style, his punchline, witty delivery, you know, clever wordplay, you know, metaphors, double entendres, you know, homonyms, things like that. Um, That really drew me into rap and got me, you know, into making my own you know, verses and songs and whatnot, so on and so forth. So I remember, however, after doing so, it was like, basically, I was doing research on the computer one day. And while I was looking up this particular uh, god and goddesses for mythology, um, I looked at the clock and it was 1147 and I didn't really put two and two together, but then I thought about it because the whole reason why I went to, you know, my uh, college of choice in the first place, Middle Tennessee State University, um, was for music. And that's all I did every day was rap every damn day I would rap. I would freestyle with my friend Nate, you know, and he makes music. He's a producer. He does videography, all of that, you know, mixing, mastering. We would freestyle on campus. We would skate around to the different dorms, and he would have his boombox, his jam box, and we would rap. And sometimes when I would just, you know, pull out my phone to record, I'd notice the time would say like 247, 347, something 47 so i started to pick up on this pattern that whenever there was some kind of music 
or rapping involved that this number would show up. And I realized that that was actually Capital Steve's, his way of communicating through spirit to me, through the symbol of the number 47, okay? Now, his whole ideology was that the world would end in an Armageddon-style fashion, or at least the American corruption would come to an end. And he has an album and and mute and, and songs, you know, titled American Corruption with three Ks, you know, triple K, KKK, things like that. But if you if you pay attention to the, the KKK, you know, that is a triple repeating number. So 247, 347, you know, that would be another, you know, connection numerically, you know, to these to this pattern. Multiple ways you can go with it. Now, I remember Whenever I would see this number, his image, of course, he, his face, would pop into my mind. Okay. So, remember, meditation and using visualization and going into this world, this realm of symbols, right? This is how the energy communicates to you. Because when you die, you don't have a physical body. So capital Steve's is not going to come out of my closet and tell me, hey, bro, you know, I like that song you made. It's not going to be so dramatic. All right. Because what makes these spiritual um, events occult or hidden, the hidden culture, is that if you don't understand the way the message is being coded and given to you and you able to translate that, then the information or the power will be hiding in plain sight. So how, how, how many of you just think of your life for a second, reflect on this. You ever been looking for something all around your house? You looked under the pillow, you looked in the next room, but you was holding that item or that object in your hand or it was in your pocket the whole time. But you were convinced in your mind that it was somewhere else other than already in your possession or right in front of you. It was literally hiding in plain sight or losing your keys and they're just turned up on the table, right? They just turn up on the table. So this is not a far-fetched concept. You know, if you think about it practically. Now, I can also uh, recall doing meditation for a deeper connection to the number 47. So 47, 4 and 7, 4 represents the heart chakra, which is the fourth chakra. There are seven chakras. Total. So there's seven chakras total. So there's your con there's a connection by itself. But the fourth chakra is the heart chakra, which is dealing with love, balance, um, peace. You know your ego. You know coming overcoming your ego, having a positive attitude, uh, sharing. You know self reflection. Um, you know being centered um, on a 
physical level, it represents the lungs, your immune system, uh, your blood pressure and its circulation, right? Emotionally, obviously, you know, passion, uh, relationships, ideas based upon love and the ability to spread that to other people, you know, which is what he was all about. Capital Steve's this this entity, this human being, right? This God, right? So I and the seven, let's let me get to the seven. Number seven represents the mind, right? The seven represents your crown chakra, right? At the top of the head where uh, the halo of Christ sits, right? This represents enlightenment, spiritual understanding, cosmic consciousness, your wisdom or your wise dome, gaining inspiration, right? Um, spiritual connections, your central nervous system, Right. It's the head of your existence. It is your God. The crown chakra is your God, your brain. Right. Your pineal gland. OK. The upper spine, your hair. OK. Your hair, the follicles. Right. Which receive information and coding from the sunlight. You absorb this information into your melanin. OK. Things of this nature. This is what the number seven represents. OK. Now, I am a Libra, right? The Libra is symbolic of the scale. In Egypt mythology, Egyptian mythology, right? You should Google this. The deity Anubis holds the scale with the heart and the feather. They weigh your heart against a feather when you die and go to the afterlife. And if you're heart is not light as a feather, then you return to earth. You are eaten by Amit, right? Or Amut, right? And you are doomed for reincarnation, another physical body, if you will. Okay. Now walk with me here. There is no coincidence that the number 47 connects to my zodiac sign of a Libra in the scale and that number 47, the heart and the feather, four and the seven representing balance. Four plus seven equals 11. So some people see 11, 11 repeating numbers on the clock at certain times throughout the day or one, 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 right? These repeating numbers, these triple digits, this trinity, okay? So this number representing an aspect of balance within us. So there's a left and a right hemisphere of the brain. There's a masculine and a feminine emotional part of you, right? There is an upper and a lower part, like upper and lower Egypt or north and southern, right? North and south. So there is this duality, this one and one. One plus one equals two. So there is this, this constant emerging of deeper connections, or at least if you want to say a connection, there's some kind of pattern to be detected. The meaning of it really is left up to you on a personal level, 
Because what 47 means to me may have a whole different meaning for you. You may already see this number in your life. Who knows? So, 47 is a power source. It's a number that represents the balance of the emotion with your logic or your thought, right? Your visual um, representation of whatever it is you're trying to accomplish or manifest, right? Or your desires, you know, anything that you can use your imagination to create, right? There's no limit to your imagination. In certain uh, practices and and uh, especially magical traditions, you will hear a phrase um, that says everything is permitted. Right now, there are things you can do in this physical world because of state laws and federal laws that restrict you physically from, you know, acting out certain things that may bring harm to other people or just generally disturb the well-being and peace of others, of those around you, you know, so you don't really want to violate those anyway, you know, that doesn't do any good for you. So what you can do, however, is in your mind, do anything and everything, and you probably already do. How many days have you had where you come home from work and you just sit in the chair and you zone out probably to a a sad song on repeat or something and you just have these self-defeating thoughts you see you you can you visualize yourself you visualize yourself in the most negative positions possible you ever just sat alone and see yourself getting robbed held up at gunpoint getting shot at getting into a car accident, the car flipping over, or if you have a child and they don't come home at the time you want them to, or they didn't check in and call you, you immediately go into this visualizing in your mind repetitiously of maybe they got locked up, maybe someone killed them or kidnapped my child, you go into the most worst places, right, in the mind. And when you think about it, it's kind of funny, right? Because we all are guilty of this at some point in our lives. But what you got to understand is our minds are, especially our subconscious, right? The unconscious, the part of the mind that you you don't really have access to unless you know how to penetrate it right? With symbols and repetition, right? That's one way that we condition ourselves into action or into being of a certain way. So there's a way that you put on your pants in the morning. You might put the right leg in before the left, while someone may say that's wrong or that is evil. So these personal preferences cannot be taken out of context. You have to understand why you make the choices that you do. So for a long time in my life, I was taught that um, I should keep, you know, extra money in my wallet just in case. 
which was a great idea until I lost my wallet and $100 too. So there's pros and cons to every choice that we make. But what I'm really getting at is the habits that we condition ourselves into doing can be changed and reprogrammed or replaced with other habits, right? So when you visualize or catch yourself visualizing these negative places or going into these these depressing places, I recommend that you counter that with seeing the situation or that scenario in a positive light. So see yourself in victory. So if you see yourself getting robbed or or someone stealing from you, see counter that counter that visualization and imagine the robber returning the item to you for no apparent reason. That doesn't make logical sense, but neither does you sitting there visualizing uh bad things happening that aren't really happening. And then everything works out okay and you realize you were just tripping right we all have gone through this so the 47 when you meditate and you focus and you gain control over this mind of yours it's very big you have a big head you are able to balance this process so now instead of getting overly emotional or stuck in your number four right or exercising the number four connection, you can overcome that with your logic or your reasoning, understanding that, no, okay, I don't have to overreact in this situation. I have control over the way I feel, right? I can exhale, take a deep breath, and visualize the emotion that I want to feel. So visualize happiness, right? Visualize the success, visualize the feel good, right? So this is just some of the basic ideas behind 47. Now let's talk about the star. The star is connected pretty much directly to the soul. Right, soul, solar, light is talking about light or our enlightenment, you know. Um, MRI scans in order to see, you know, if you have like head trauma, they scan the light emissions from your brain and you know, your your central nervous system. It emits this spark or these flashes of genius. Ironically, the word demon means hidden genius or day mon day meaning light mon meaning hidden okay daemon or demon which means genius the word genius means spirit or genie that's where you get the word genie and the lamp so you are the genie the lamp is your mind right or your spirit Everything in the universe exists within the mind. The mind is all. The universe is mental. This is a basic law of the universe. There will be a podcast on the seven laws in the future. But for right now, just know your spirit even exists in the mind. 
It's a projection of the mind. All right. The inner mind, not just your physical brain. This is this is beyond a physical reality. What we're talking about. I need you. That's why I put the disclaimer, because this is abstract thought that we're dealing with. Okay. So. Understanding this. To visualize and to use your infinite mind space, you have infinite data, infinite RAM, light speed, speed of sound all exists within the mind. You can hear sounds in your mind right now. I want you to close your eyes and visualize a tree falling in the forest. Did you hear the branches and the if you did? You pass the test. You have psychic ability, also known as clairaudience. If you did not hear a sound, but you still see the tree, you can interpret the sound based upon sounds of trees falling that you've probably heard in your real life at some point, right? So, yes, you still can hear a tree falling in the woods if no one's around. No one around could see your tree in your mind, yet it still fell and it still made a sound. I know that might be complex, but if you play this back a couple of times and think about it, hopefully you can walk away with some enlightenment. So this star, it's also a reference to our physical sun. However, our sun in the sky and our solar system is being energized and powered by a hidden sun or an occult sun. You get where I'm going with this? And that sun gives that gives our sun energy and that sun gives us energy. So that would mean a star is powering another star. Which would have to be powering another star. (laughs) It's not really that deep or complex when you break it down, right? So the star Sirius, right? Which is what the Egyptians prayed to before or during the pre-dynastic period. So this star Sirius is the hidden sun or the sun that exists in the darkness or the darkness of our mind. Because just like how there's infinite space in our physical reality, like I just said, there's infinite space inside of your mind. Same darkness and all these laws exist. There's no gravity in your mind. You can fly, you can walk through walls, you can do all these sci-fi cool tricks in your brain, in your visualization, in your imagination. But why if it's useless? Why can you see yourself um, in your room right now, in your astral body or your star body, in your mind body, your psychic body, walk through your bedroom door even though it's closed? Why is that possible if it's worthless or it's useless or it means nothing or it's not scientific or it's not of God or Jesus? Blah, blah, blah. Think about it. 
Would you have been born with that ability if it was worthless? Would it, could it even be possible if it was worthless or useless or didn't mean anything? I beg to differ. I think not. I think it is very useful and very powerful if applied and if allowed to grow into something magnificent into something godly. So, 47 is not so simple as it would seem. I encourage you, if you are serious about spirituality and seeking answers, take a piece of paper, a Sharpie, a pen, anything, really, or use what you gave yourself what you were born with, what you created yourself with, what you created your universe with, use your mind and write down this number 47. Insert the number 47 into your life. Make it work for you. Call upon the number 47. Ask it to do what you want it to do. Command the spirit, command the energy. Or you can remain ignorant and afraid and fearful and doubtful. And is it gonna work? Will it ever work? That's not real. Okay. Nobody's gonna force you or pull your leg. This is all up to you. It's a divine choice. It's your choice. What's it going to be? This is your host, G, with another Star 47 podcast. If you like the content, follow along. Join our community, star47brand.com. Peace.